Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We got time for our girl, our friend, friend of show. Joining us right now on the Roman guest line is Katie Mox of the Betting Exchange on MSG Networks. Katie, how you doing? Thanks for joining our show tonight. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I always love joining you. Katie, um, I, I'm so happy to hear your voice because I got to ask you about the NBA. Every time I, I hear your voice, that means I get to bring out the, the real questions because I need your takes about all things NBA. I want to talk yeah. about this Boston Celtics team really quickly because they have been so freaking good as of late, not just yeah. against the spread, but just straight up. They're beating everybody that you put in their way, and they're playing good teams too. And I know last night or yesterday they played against an undermanned Brooklyn Nets team, but still, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, that should be enough. And they they went in for a fight, but hey, the Celtics continue to roll. How high is their ceiling, especially with the postseason right around the corner? Because I watched their game again, and I was like, you know, if they go in a seven-game series with the team they're projected to go up against in the Chicago Bulls right now, I'd take the Celtics to win 4-2 to two in that series, and they were one of the worst teams in the NBA. Is this a facade, or is this this Celtics thing, is this real right now? Well, the Celtics are finally playing how they should have been playing all season. I mean, it was absolute travesty how terrible they were in the beginning of the season with the amount of talent that they have. So I don't think it's necessarily surprising. It's like, duh, that's who you guys are and who you should have been. And like you just said, I mean, they beat the Nets. When you have that KD, Irving, and Curry on the floor still losing to the Celtics, I mean, to me, that's just a bigger question mark about the Nets. And to your point with the Bulls, the Bulls are a hot team, but they're still 1-12 and against the seven teams with better records than them. Oof. They've lost to the Sixers three times. So, yeah, I would definitely take the Celtics there. Katie, on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, how concerned are you about the Golden State Warriors, who obviously, you know, when they do get Draymond back, they're going to be better defensively. But right now, Klay Thompson kind of looks like a guy that hasn't played basketball in two years. You know, there's some flashes. Steph's struggling shooting the three a little bit, and they're not winning games. Uh, And then you have teams like Phoenix, who even though they're beat up, you know, they're competing every night. They're winning games. How concerned are you with the Warriors right now? I am very concerned with the Warriors, and you guys know I'm such a homer. I'm always plugging the Warriors any chance that I can get. But they have lost four straight games. They've lost eight of their last ten. And so tonight I'm actually fading them. I'm taking the Nuggets uh, minus the eight. The Warriors are one and nine against the spread in their last ten games. Nugget, of course, seven and ten. The Warriors without Curry, they're 61 and 123 all time. And even just versus the Nuggets in general against the spread with Curry, they're still not that great. They're 10, 11, and 1. So uh, I think it's going to be cold in San Francisco tonight. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm taking the Nuggets. Yeah, I'm what worried I, about the Warriors. Yeah, what do you think about their, their prospects long term? And, like, do you think it's as simple as getting Draymond back? Because I want to say I listened to a press conference with Steph Curry, and I think Marcus Thompson wrote about it too, is that Steph's concerned with this team – kind of having a losing mentality, and it's not super mm. easy uh, to get guys back into the lineup and things just return to normal. Yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, it's not that Steph has, Steph has been incredibly inconsistent, so he can kind of point the finger, I guess, at everyone else saying they have a losing mentality, but he's not necessarily showing up with a winning mentality. He's been all over the place. And I do think that, you know, getting the, the youth involved is a big thing. I feel like Jordan Poole started out so strong in the beginning of the season, and then with Clay Thompson coming back in the fold, they've kind of moved him over to the bench, and he's mm. struggled and 
figuring out that role. I actually like him tonight over his prop at over 22 and a half points. Now, I know he only averages about 16.3 points this season, and he's been declining even there in March, but that's basically since Clay Thompson has come back. But Thompson's out tonight, like you guys said. Curry's out tonight. Draymond, of course, is out tonight. So they really need him to, to step up in the scoring. I think he can do it tonight because he is going to be in that starting role. He's going to get more minutes. But I think Draymond being out is a huge blow to the defense. But I just think the Warriors across the board need to get organized and, you know, yeah, need to get into that winning mentality. But Steph, hello. Like, you, I don't mm-hmm. see a winning mentality from you recently. Yeah, she said, look yourself in the mirror, Steph. This is Katie mm-hmm. Mox. Come on. <laughs> Katie Mox joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line. You can follow her on Twitter at Katie Mox, K-A-T-I-E-M-O-X, host of the Betting Exchange uh, live on MSG Networks. Katie, please excuse me for being so, so rude. We're a live betting show, and we're going to be here for four hours. We did not ask you about the rest of your plays tonight in the NBA or if you have any college basketball. We just didn't bring that up to you, and I know you kind of slid a couple plays in there for us in some of your (laughs) breakdowns. So please, if you have anything else you want to give to us, we are all ears right now. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, the Knicks just broke their uh, seven-game losing streak, but I'm definitely not uh, drinking that Kool-Aid quite yet. They're still losing 17 of their last 21 games. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Knicks first half. I'm taking the Knicks tonight plus two in the first half. They are 6-10 and against the spread in the first half in their last 10 games. They're also 21-11 and against the spread in the first half with away games this season. So I know a lot of people are excited about the Knicks winning and taking Knicks money line. And sure, maybe, but I still don't trust them in the second half. But I do like them plus two in the first half. I also kind of like the Jazz tonight, plus one and a half versus the Mavs. Both of these teams, of course, are playing great. Jazz are three and one straight up in their last four. Mavs have won four in a row. Neither of these teams have been that solid against the spread this season. Luka, of course, dealing with that toe issue. He's probable tonight. He's probably definitely going to play. But the Jazz do a good job defending him and bottling him up. He's not quite as effective. I think he averages only 23 points per game against them. Jazz up 2-0 versus the Mavericks this season. If I had enough guts, I would probably take the money line. Uh, but I do think the Mavs can keep this close. They tend to fall apart a little bit in the fourth. So I like the Jazz plus one and a half. Y'all already know I'm fading the Warriors tonight. But I do like Jordan Poole over his points. And uh, that's pretty much all I'm on tonight. That's our girl Katie. Uh, Utah, two and a half point dogs now. So you get some more value here at BetMGM. Oh, that game tips off at 840. Like and the Knicks, three and a half point dogs. That game tips off at 1040. She likes them in the first half, too. Yes. Katie, if you had to make yes. an MVP bet and it doesn't include uh, Jokic or if it doesn't include Joel Embiid, who's obviously the overwhelming favorite, like the market's moving a little bit. Me and Q were on John Morant, and every day the odds shorten up a little bit. DeMar DeRozan was getting some love, but he's had two, um, well, not in 30 point games. <laughs> Anybody that you would play, like a value picker, if not even in the MVP, any other of the uh, individual markets uh, for awards? Yeah, I mean, I like John Moran. It's so hard to argue against that with how he's been playing. It's been absolutely crazy. Obviously, the Greek freak, always a good one to throw in there as well. Um, And then, you know, looking at these, like, rookie of the years, that's kind of an interesting one to look at. Evan Mobley, of course, Scotty Barnes kind of fighting for that top spot. But I think Cade Cunningham actually Mm -hmm. is uh, is a good one there. I'm not sure what what he's at, you know, as as it stands. Maybe you can tell me. But I feel like he's been playing really well, uh, and he's a good kind of dark horse there. And then, you know, just gearing up for – 
March Madness. Do you I find yourself, yeah, I was going to say, with March Madness, do you find yourself betting a little bit less NBA or in, in like waiting for the playoffs, especially like right now with teams tanking? I mean, we know the motivation for some of these teams that are looking to improve playoff seating or, you know, they're trying to get, the, if they got new rosters like Brooklyn and Philadelphia, but do you find yourself yeah. betting a little bit less with so much college basketball, especially this week with conference tournaments? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, just gearing up, I always feel like, you know, March 17th, it it feels almost like Christmas morning when they announce all the lineups and you get to build your brackets, just waiting for them to blow up in your face, you know, a couple days later, but it's always exciting. Katie, I don't know. Did you see Duke uh, lose to UNC and Coach K's apparently has the biggest game of his life uh, at Cameron Indoor? Threw the kids right under the bus. Threw the kids under the the bus afterwards. Yeah. what did you think about that performance and from like a betting perspe- perspective, did that surprise you? And then how does that affect how you're going to be betting on or against Duke moving forward? Well, I think it definitely makes this ACC tournament now a lot more interesting since UNC, you know, basically spoil, uh, spoiled Duke's party there. And yeah, Coach K pretty much promising that the team is, the team is going to win the ACC tournament after that game. Duke, of course, still favored at minus 135, but UNC at plus 650. I mean, it kind of feel, I kind of feel like sprinkling a little bit on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was a bummer. I love Coach K, and I, you know, when he announced his retirement and that press conference, it was so emotional, and it was, it was sad that they lost in that, in that fashion. But, uh, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, and I do think that UNC plus 650 is kind of a little bit more interesting. Now, I'm not saying that Duke is a lock. I mean, a lot of people lost money on that game because they just thought coach K's last game it's for sure a hundred percent and it definitely wasn't. So I wouldn't necessarily lock them into the ACC tournament either. Katie, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We always love when you join the show. Can't wait to have you back soon. Thanks guys. Have a good one. Thanks you Katie. Too. That's our girl, Katie Mox joining us on the Roman guest line, get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.